Okay, testing, testing, testing. Testing, testing, testing. Testing, testing, testing. Let's see how that goes. Hey, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of Indie Film Cafe. I'm your old pal, the Moo Cow, a.k.a. Paul A. Presenza. And as usual, I'm joined by my co-host. Jonathan A. Moody. Outstanding. Welcome. And today, we are joined by a special guest co-host from way back in the day. Introduce yourself, please. I'm Curtis Barnes. Welcome Yay, back. Curtis. Woo! Now, Curtis has been through the fire when it comes to stinky movies, so he kind of knows what to expect. That's good. You told, told me you guys watched a ton of these stinky movies together, so uh, welcome, Curtis, to the Indie Film Cafe experience. Uh, I would say I'm excited, but I, I know they, they kind of be movies we watch, so <laughs> it'll be a fun ride. Yeah. All right. Well, we can't let a summer go by without a shitty shark film, so I've decided that this was the time for our movie from 2000, well, it was filmed in 2006, but not released until 2008, and it is called Marina Monster. Marina Monster. Yes, indeed, and uh, I have all kinds of interesting things to tell you guys about that. But in the meantime, we will be back after we hear some mood music. Bull sharks have been seen in the Mississippi River going as far north as Illinois, eating as they go in fresh water. And, and we are back. So, what did you guys think of the tense, horrific horror movie known as Marina Monster? Go ahead, Curtis. You're the uh, guest. It would make a great drinking game. That's about <laughs> the best point I can make about this movie. At least four different drinking games. Oh, more than that. Oh, yeah. They so let's let's count it. So every time uh, somebody says, uh, the, the guy, Earl says, uh, or even the other people, anytime anybody says, I mean, Commodore. I mean, Commodore. So, yes. Uh, that, drink. <laughs> the drink. Because you kept saying drink every time that. Anytime somebody falls in. You know, oh, did yeah. that happen once or twice? Uh, maybe a little bit, a couple uh, times. Yeah, and then uh, anytime uh, somebody wears a wig, shitty wig, shitty wig. Oh god, the amount of shitty um, wigs. Anytime uh, somebody uh, a green screen, a lot of green screen. screen. Uh, when that guy comes up and pops into the movie, you know, the random, I guess, professor. How about or when something? Earl gets felt up by somebody? Yeah, Earl gets felt up by somebody. Uh, anybody, including his father. Oh, uh, I mean, Commodore. Uh, Muller. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, anytime. Pointless boob shots. Pointless, Boy. like, zoom in on the boobs, yes. With, with the foghorn. <laughs> anytime inappropriate music or sound effects are used throughout the whole movie. Because yeah. there's a ton of inappropriate music that just feels weird and awkward. And there's a ton <laughs> of... Uh, sound effects that are like meh, meh. I was like 1932 Guns of Kyber Pass would like their music back please um, what else what other there's gotta be two more I, I want ten alright let's think uh, wow um, how many times you guys went what the fuck 
The the random stepmother incest. Yes. Well, I guess that's the touching, but that could that also could count because she like the stepmother totally wanted him. Oh, yeah, Sandy. Uh, Sandy. Everybody wanted this guy. Oh, everyone wanted everyone in this movie. They just. <laughs> Her name how is her, her name is Sandy, but she's smooth. No, how, how? <laughs> reusing the same set for a different scene. Yeah, there you go. That's ten right there. Are you gonna say one more? So maybe we can get I was eleven. Gonna say the false walls. Yeah, false walls. Yeah. Curtains. Okay, Literally that counts with the sets. Thing. So, you can I, see there's a lot of things that are wrong with this particular film. So, uh, who wants to give a stab as to what exactly happened? Come on, Curtis. Uh, the a lot of inappropriate touching, uh, a lot of sexual in the window. what's the story? I don't know. You tell me, because <laughs> I can't figure it out. There's I, a shark, people dying, and father, oh, I mean Commodore. <laughs> Bowler. Bowler. Or there's Commodore, Skip, yeah. uh, what, what was the other one? Skip uh, I can't Anchor. remember. Skip yeah, Anchor. Skip Anchor. And something about a boat race. And there's a scientist, a shark okay. scientist. Oh, yeah, yeah. there's me, a shark scientist and the, the weird fish food. Let me see if I can try it, okay? <laughs> so there's a, there's a marina, because there's a marina monster, and there's, there's a... Two per, marinas. There's two marinas, and there's uh, a bunch of boats, and they don't sell boats there. No, they, mm-hmm. they make sure to, whatever, to, to say that line. But even though the one guy's like, hey, come on over here, I'll, I'll help you find a boat, uh, a boat. You know, because they're Canadian. They're Canadians. Clearly. It's Canadian. Yes. Very Canadian. Very Canadian movie. So the guy comes up there and is oh, like... Canada. Um, <laughs> poor Canada. Um, so anyway, uh, so they're basically trying to figure out um, how to... Um, uh, they're trying to do races, I guess. And there's other stuff going on. There's other things going on, like the uh, Commodore um, uh, Moeller is apparently... Uh, 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 get money from all these random people or whatever. Get envelopes. Oh, you forgot your envelope. I so, think he's uh, involved with the drug. I, I think he's a kind of a drug. I, I want to say that, but like, Nothing I think there's more it. than that because the only reason I'm saying there's more to that be, is because uh, he gets envelopes from other people. Right. That's he's, not the drug guy. He's, so he's apparently getting payoffs from a number. But he's of also people. getting paid off by the drug guy too. Yeah. So there's something. There's something else going on under there, but nobody, you know, we never find out. And that's like the bummer. Except for uh, the one guy um, who's selling, like, apparently drugs in those little chapstick containers. Yeah. No, no, yeah, but I think it's not the same. That's his drug dealer, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's so the, the drug... same pasty white Canadian yeah, who's, guy. Who's just apparently very, very busy all the time because yes. people just come up to him, like, hey, you know. Yeah, whatever. he's clearly the richest man in the entire movie. I know. Like, but. But he's giving like envelopes to this guy, so there's something and going so on. So there's a CD. reporter who's been dogging pretty much everybody, and everybody just doesn't want to talk to her, right. and they keep saying they can't talk to her because. And there's another commodore and his wife, and their daughter is messing around with the first commodore's son, whose name is Earl. And he's in like every scene you said, so with that could lipstick. be a right there. Like whenever <laughs> he just appears, and they never talk about the shark. No, <laughs> that is that, that is the killer for me. They never really talk about the shark. You you think that's what the reporter's there for? She kind of oh, that is it. that is. But no one no one else ever brings it up. And every time they want to, she wants to get information about the ki- the deaths in this thing. The, the people are just like, oh, I can't do it. That's official business. We can't discuss that. I'm like, what official business? What? And and by deaths, we basically mean the six hundred or so odd people that 
go to the pier and either fall in or jump in or get pushed in and are immediately, immediately killed by a blow-up shark. Oh, that also has the power to knock them off the, you know, into the water. Or, we think. You know. Or but randomly convince people to attack other people to throw them in the water. You or think he's psychic? That's how I thought it was going. Psychic shark. Yeah, psychic shark, which would have been cool. Because but. there's really no reason for any of these people to be in the water at all. I mean, one person falls in, sure. Maybe a second because they tried to pull them out, sure. But dozens and dozens and dozens uh -huh. and dozens? What was no. our final count? Our I body think count? it was 34 at the end of the credits. 38, I thought. 38, yes. 38. It was 38. 38. There's 38 deaths, and then there's a lot of extras mm -hmm. and stuff, including that little girl. We don't know her name, but some random girl, that 14-year-old girl that's with just the glasses like, who looked yeah. really lost in the back. With yeah, a, she, she a little bored. Look up a pad of paper like, oh, I don't want to be here. <laughs> yeah, my mom dragged me here. What am I doing? She's the one of the actresses in the movie, probably. And, like, weird stuff happens with all of these overlays of everybody wanting to have sex with everybody else. Everybody is a is a rather chubby person with their boobs practically hanging out, and we're seeing boob shots over and over. And Christy Whitlock is a female director, so it's kind of gratifying to see that not just creepy men do that. Yeah, <laughs> creepy women anybody. do it as well. Um, so what I really thought about it was this is a horror comedy or sex comedy without the horror, the sex, or the comedy. Right, there you go. There are so many tie-ins and so many things that I was hoping they'd do something with. Mention about them doing government work, the drug dealing, the debt, and they, they, they no story. And like nothing comes don't together. Don't forget the special scientific fish food that oh. ends up being thrown in later as a tie into the other movie that was shot at the same time. But uh, they had the random scene where you know, uh, like Earl was in like a flashback at a doctor's office. Like none of it made sense. It was did, did you like the flashbacks? Were they? Really well, informative I, for you. I, I, I didn't understand anything. That was going on. Like, I, the movie just completely lost me. Like, uh, because like, okay, so when you make a movie, and I, I know this because I've made movies. You know, usually what you want to do is you want to explain what's Something. going on. You know, right? So like, say you know you have all these random people dying. You know, right? There's a little bit of an explanation, like who are they, why they're there, you know, what's going on. You get to know them a little bit. No, these are just like, hey, you know, what are you doing hanging out with my sister, blah, blah, blah. Oh, oh, oh my God, I pushed you into the water. But now I fall in. And then now I fall in. And then some third S random person also falls in. Oh my God, look at that person. Let me fall in. Just shake the camera. Other people will fall in. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. It the was shaky, oh, the shaky yeah, camera yeah. is another... Uh, I don't know if we counted yeah, that before. Yeah, I think camera would be another drinking game. Uh. So let me let me give you guys a little background on this this film. So Marina Monster was a movie that was actually shot in 2006 by Christina Whitlock, who is the producer, writer, and director. She made a movie called Sharp Teeth about mutated carp. That's where that whole thing about the weird scientific fish food you thing You said she made it at the same time? Same time. Pretty much, so got two movies out of it. Uh, don't ask me if that was done on purpose or not. I couldn't tell but you. But you have but never seen Sharp Teeth. No, but I have it. I have the digital of it. And um, at some point, I am going to watch it. And uh, But I do know that they released the, the Marina Monster a couple years later. Okay. <clears throat> oh, yeah, because you said like this was 2006 that right. it was shot, and then it was put out in 2008. Right. Her yeah. first movie, which I have uh, hopefully coming its way to be, to be delivered soon, is Vampire Dentist. And then the last thing she did was a movie called Days of the Iguana back in 2013. I think it's a little over an hour long. 
I don't I know what that's Iguana, about. I, I feel like, no. I think I've heard of it, but uh, anyway, but, but you said that was her last film. That was the last alive? that she's put out. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. All of this is done under the creative aegis of CJ Creative Productions, located in Hamilton, Wait, Ontario. Wait, CJ is what? CJ Creative Productions. But is CJ stand for something, do you know? Don't ask me. Wait, uh, Christine, oh, it's Christine Whitlock, so right, right, I don't right. know what the <clears throat> J is. I couldn't tell you. Uh. But this movie, believe it or not, was on Netflix for a while. That's correct. Maybe I believe it. Long enough that people were like, "What the hell is this?" But it means at least she got paid for it. So I'm surprised Red Letter go. Media or unless they have done oh, it. Oh, trust I don't me, think not it. very many people have heard of this movie. It took 25 days to shoot this movie. Believe it or not. 25 days. Yeah. Wow. And it took a cast and crew of 120 people. Wow. So a lot of people, a lot of extras. A lot of victims. I got to think anybody who coughed up a little bit of moolah got to be a victim. I couldn't confirm that, mm. but it wouldn't surprise me. This movie premiered at Mohawk College in Hamilton, Ontario on 11-27-06. And she, Kristen Whitlock, has done a lot of stuff. If you go to her website, she lists all her credentials, and I do mean every single frickin' one of them. And I can tell you that... She has a 10-second mini-movie called Hide and Shriek that's currently on Vimeo. She has several e-books, one called Police Calls on Amazon and another one called Winter Cover. She also writes plays, one of which is called Seats at the Play. And on her website, she has a whole bunch of like uh, TV pilot scripts and film scripts for sale. So if you liked the way this movie was written and you're looking to burn some money and create a movie... Get a hold of Christine Whitlock on her website, and she will sell, sell, sell you one of her stories. Oh, that's nice. And she's also produced cable TV shows. She uh, worked for, uh, I guess it's a Canadian cable TV 14 News magazine, and some of her uh, programs that she worked on included Hungry Children, AIDS for the Disabled, and The History of Hot Dogs. Wait a minute, AIDS for the Disabled? Wait, what, what is... Huh? Wait, she gives AIDS to disabled people? I, AIDS is in help, I think. Oh, oh, I was I was thinking. But you AIDS. miss history of the hot dog? Come on, don't you want to know the history of the hot dog? Oh, that sounds like the, the standard public access stuff you get. <laughs> uh. And and she's a painter. So she painter. paints stuff and you can buy her paintings online. Was any of her paintings in that movie, do you know? Did no, she paint the, the shark? Because she was the... Uh, I wish, I wish. Um, yeah, so that's her. Um, mostly friends and family or crew who are there in this film. Uh, a lot of people that she works with over and over and over. Uh, Earl Moeller, who is the guy with the lipstick who everybody has a crush on and keeps creepily touching, was played by Trevor Crane. Trevor, he also is the guy who plays the lead in Vampire Dentist, and he's also in Sharp Teeth. Wait, wait, wait. He's the dentist? Or is I he believe the vampire so. dentist? He's the vampire dentist. Nice. And um, he's been in a few things. He's probably the most professional of the group in that he's acted in other things, but not a lot. But he was also acted and directed in a couple of TV shows, uh, one of which was called Demo Guy. So <clears throat> I never heard of it. But And then Oceana Anchor was played by Michelle Latisse. She was also in Vampire Dentist, and she was in a, a TV show called, uh, or at least one episode of something called Paranormal Witness. She's the that person... sounds familiar. Yeah, she did the makeup and FX for Vampire Dentist, so it wouldn't be surprising if she also did it 
for this movie. What 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 special effects? <laughs> like what? You, you didn't see the amazing special effects this week? Amazing. Like, like, like the, the random, you know, just shading of the camera lens to red. Uh, yeah, that, that, that probably was like in the water. Or the the Make the dock water. look higher than it really is. Or the, the death of the shark. <laughs> and the, the, the kissing scene with the little hearts. Oh, yes, yes, the green screen stuff. That's and the special green effects. screen, that was special effects. That was special, for sure. Yeah, well, Christina Whitlock also did some of the digital photography, some of the catering. She pretty much did a little Costumes. bit of everything. She Neil Breen this, pretty much. Well, except without, for acting. Without no, acting. She was a background person. But she was not the main star, no, so she no. played a... She pulled a Hitchcock on us. Like She just right. played a... You know, and the cameo in the background. There you go. That's an apt comparison. Alfred Hitchcock, Christine Whitlock. <laughs> I'm telling you, that is that level of horror right here. <laughs> I was pretty uh, horrified. I, I, uh, I feel we might have missed some. We watched them out of order. It makes me want to... I want to believe Sharp Teeth might be the where the story is and this is just added fluff that could have been tied into the well, same movie. The thing was is that Sharp Teeth is about mutated carp. So if you saw that little second of the fake looking carp fish that came out with teeth. Yes. That was the first one. That was well not Vampire Dennis, that was the first, but that was Sharp Teeth. So now at the same time they're like, oh let's throw a plastic shark in there and get a shark movie out of this too. So there you go. And then make a whole, I mean, it's probably a, hopefully a different story. I hope it's not about mm. a bunch of people getting killed or Marina. Please <laughs> yeah. talk to me about the shark. Because this is a shitty shark film. And what did you guys think about the shark? It was a blow-up shark. It, like, had, it was literally a blow-up shark you, it, you, that you could put in the water. Yep. It talked. It did. It talked. <laughs> it did. At the end, what did it say? Oh, I don't remember. It was so, I was just so shocked. Do you remember? Yeah. What is it? It was like, feed me num nums or something like that. Yeah, he said, feed me num nums. Oh, God. And then he was, uh, then he said something else, like, time to die or something. And it had a weird accent. It was, I think you said uh, Louis Armstrong? Oh, yeah, yeah. It sounded like Louis Armstrong, the trumpet player. (laughs) Give me yum yum. Give me some yum. Give me some. Yeah. Here, bite. That's exactly what it made me think of. It's like, oh, great, the, the shark's now Louis Armstrong. Of course, that makes total sense. I mean, if you're going to do a shark voice, I mean, you know, it was because it's that sound, you know what? Like, maybe this was trying to be like a Canadian shark version of uh, Little Shop of Horrors. There you go. You know, there's the. the, the, the Little Shark of Horrors. <gasps> That's what it should have been called. Yes, that's what we should. a little shark. We need to shoot this. Yeah, it should have been called Little Shark of Horrors. That would have made this movie better. Two or three musicals and numbers in this, it it would just be a classic. Yep. Oh, my God. But instead. Even though, wait, you said something about, like, it was going to do, like, musical stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I could have sworn. on us. I could have sworn. I got my hopes uh, up. <laughs> no, but you did. But did you remember it talking? I did remember it talking. Okay. I just didn't remember the the, the ridiculous. If voice. it started singing, I would have. I would have loved. Like I would have <laughs> fell in love. You you heard the Louis Armstrong voice, and you just automatically thought that maybe it sang. Wow. You know. Wow. So, <laughs> I, yeah, it's just. I mean, when I saw this, I'm like, you know, we love our shitty shark movies. We this do. is one of the shittiest I've seen. Like Certainly I said, I wish cheapest. Madeline was here to see it because she. <clears throat> we'll show Madeline. She's got to see if she hasn't seen it, which she might not have, because like it doesn't sound like this is very easy to find unless you buy it from Christine herself. Right. You know, self um, self distributes. Which I think is actually a cool thing. I'm I'm buying some from the the artists themselves. Like, yeah. We even talk about that if 
if you know, even if we don't like a movie or think a movie is bad, you know, we're still going to go buy it from the artist right. if we can. And we always put the information on our website whenever we do the reviews for where any people can go and buy the film, either through Amazon or you know the the if you're going to stream it. Because eventually that money gets back to the artist. But we usually like to make sure, if it's possible, to put on their website. So we'll make sure that Christina Whitlock's um, website is on there so that people can go and buy right from her. And if you remember, I bought this movie a couple of years ago. And she sent me back, like, not only the film, but she sent me, like, some stuff in there. There was some swag. There were some oh. interesting bits and pieces in there. And I just kind of tucked this movie away because I'm like, we will definitely get to it. Um, I just wasn't sure when. And then now that we're doing extra episodes this year, because we usually only did two per month, mm. and this year because we're we doing have three. so many, we're we've upped it to three. I'm still trying to get them to do four because that would be four per month. That's two each. And well, the thing is, is being able to always have an extra person on hand to watch yeah, it. Yeah, that's why we have to do a lot of them on Zoom. Yeah, and, and even then, I, I can't show all the movies that I want to see because they're not all digital. It's usually they're ones that I have. Like yeah, yeah, like that. Uh, you and I've watched a lot of uh, older movies where we have to bust out the old VHS player exactly. and stuff like that. Yeah, we had to do that. Drunken Mutant. Yeah, again, Drunken Mutant. I've never seen that on DVD, and no. I've actually looked did, at it. Did I you watch it? it? Did you yes, see it? Okay. I've seen I finally, I finally have it, but it's a uh, it's a Hong Kong repro, and it's not English, so it's all subtitled, which means yeah. you get to hear the actual real dialogue, but you know, to it's me, not as much fun. No, you, you <laughs> miss you miss the wonderful, terrible you know, uh, dubbing that's going on, which is so much fun. Uh, there's no dubbing in this, but God, I kind of wish there was. It was just really badly done. Let's talk a little bit about the direction and the, <laughs> the, the direction? production values of this. <laughs> I don't, uh, you're, you're, you're asking too much. The direction-wise, molest any dude on set. Woman enters, molest dude. That was the direction. Man enters <laughs> molest dude. Yes, exactly. That dude just got molested all over the place. <laughs> Earl got usually, molested every scene. Usually it's the women getting molested, so me too, man. Now it's but the guy's turn to I, get molested. It works both ways. It was entertaining. I'll give it that. It was it was weird, man. Because, like, okay, so one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie is, like, the uh, Sandy asks, you know, needs him to come down to the deck or whatever. And he doesn't want to go. He's like, yeah, trying his hardest. And his yeah, father's his like, oh, help your stepmother out. Five-year-old stepmother. Help your stepmother out. And he's like, yeah, do I really have to? And she's, he's like, oh, whatever. So he goes down there. And you just kind of hear him saying stuff like, I'm your stepson. Don't like, oh, the, oh, my God. I, I, the, the weird incest stepmother, stepson thing. Oh, my God. But see, okay, so it was interesting because he, the father, I, I don't know if the father was clueless and didn't know what was going or on. Or didn't care. Or didn't care. But uh, he was messing around, too, with that uh, girl with the glasses that kept coming in mm -hmm. and kept expecting payment through whatever. And She's always like, looking for new positions. positions. <laughs> uh, see, and that's the thing. All of this weird sex stuff that we never see anything, thank God. Is that the horror or is that the comedy? Because it kind of didn't work for either one. Yeah, like I said, it was trying to be a sex comedy, but without any sex or comedy. You know, no <laughs> horror, so it had nothing. I gotta say, this is almost child-friendly, which is the little amount of sex comedy that's in there. Speaking of children, at some point, Earl looks like he's 12. Mm. Oh, I mean, God. what the hell's going on? He would like wear these weird outfits or wear his cap on like sideways or something. Yes, 
It's it's like I expected him to be looking for baseball cards and chewing gum or something. There was a scene he had a juice box dressed like a five-year-old. I know. It's like, <laughs> when he was in a suit, we were like, whoa, what? So that means there's some kind of weird pedophile undertones going on, too, because all these older chubby women are putting their hands all over him, and he's acting like he's five years old. What the fuck, Christina Whitlock? <laughs> What's going on here? Oh, my God. Are oh. you going to send this to her? Oh. <laughs> I, I, I would like an answer. I'd like, love to know what was the purpose of that character's costume design. Because uh. it, it, it went from little kid throughout 90% of the movie, then boom, in a suit. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he was in a suit, and then he would go back to being in kid clothes People or whatever. People randomly changed clothes, scene to well, scene, so you never knew continuity was a real problem. Like there you were, were saying, four continuity people. I had no idea what days were, you know, if they were the same day or what. How, how is there four continuity because people and we couldn't with, even figure it out? Without, like, night and day changing, the only way we have to know that there's any time, a change in a day is by going by people's clothing. But because it changed so damn much, I had no idea what was going it on. It was no. so hard to keep track. It started off with the, the shark, then the boat race, and then some random drug dealing, then... Weird sex scene, so it isn't really sex, just molesting, then shark, then marina. And well, like, shark, you have to say shark in between every single one of them. Yeah. Because shark was like every two Time minutes. Time to feed the shark. Everything, what he's, he kept saying that, and it was exactly, that's what it was. It was the shark was just shark. a transition scene. That's all. It's yeah. like, oh, we got to go to another scene. Well, Kill a few people. Time okay. to throw three or four <laughs> people into the water. So this is how, how it would go. It would go like, okay, this start out with the random scenes of like getting to know the, the characters a little bit. Where we would just kind of get get to know them, then we'd time to feed the shark, then blue <laughs> or green screen, then a uh, random professor talking right back to the beginning of the you know them talking or getting to know each other. Then it, it kept doing that. Then time to feed the shark. It, it kept doing that throughout, but each one was only like two minutes of scenes. So you had two minutes, then then the, you know you had two minute scene, then you had a two minute scene of the shark feeding. Then you had two minute scene of, or yeah, even quicker than that. So everything was just like, it was it was just like a sketch comedy, you know, kind of thing. It was sketch. Yes. That's all it really was. See, just like Jaws. Well, oh and, uh, we haven't even <laughs> talked about the the weird scientist narrator guy. Oh God, that at no point in throughout, just randomly come up and say the weirdest shit. Yeah, he would have like a blow up shark, like a little one or a little toy plastic shark, and he would say, "Bull sharks are always hungry." <laughs> Yeah, okay. my favorite part is where he was like, at one point he, he had like one line, but it was like, uh, what was it like? Ah, yeah, all he was screaming at the camera, ah. <laughs> and then that's it. And he just cut to whatever. I'm like, what in the world are we watching? Uh, and oh. there was like a, a paucity of scenes uh, for sets. I, I don't understand some of the sets. No. I didn't know what was going on. It's like they they were able to to shoot in wherever free area that they could and if they couldn't they would put up curtains so you would have these these walls that are supposed to be walls but they're curtains but they're not even the same curtains they're like different curtains oh, see, it, that, that's what i was talking about like reusing sets because like what it's the same room they just throw it through curtains up well, here's a mirror it looks like a window well you even said at one point like do you notice that the desk or whatever and there was like there was some kind of um, a little table. Ta it was a table, and there had a what is it? Uh, uh, something on the they table. They had a bright covered. yellow tablecloth. Right, and then they took the bright yellow tablecloth off, but it was the same table. And shot you it from tell. a slightly different angle. Yep. It was the same damn thing. Yeah, yeah. So it's just it's just 
They they didn't have that many sets, so they had to reuse the same ones over and over again. <laughs> My favorite parts is when the two stupid Commodores get together finally, the the Calmanors as I call them, you know, and they bring out they put out a map, and then they have these little plastic thingamadigs, whatever they whatever they're supposed to represent, and then they're like positioning them around, and the one guy's going and Rudy's like, what are you twelve? <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. And, the, and my favorite part of that is, like, he's doing that, but the other guy goes, uh, we're not allowed to use motors on our thing. He goes, I don't care. <laughs> I like, and, and, but right, that, that's literally the only foreshadow in the whole movie, because that literally foreshadows what happens to the shark. Right, right. With Earl. So that's True, true. What right? happens to the shark? Please. I don't fully understand. It didn't make any sense. Well, my favorite. We went to green screen land, first of all. <laughs> And the shark comes up and starts talking. And I was like, oh, num nums. <laughs> and, then, and then he comes up. And then the, uh, what is it? The, Remember, uh, he's going after he's going after the heroine, right? He's going yeah, after the girl, Oceana. Uh, Oceana. And then, uh, so the guy comes up to save her. Earl. Earl comes to save her. And he's like, you know, trying to stop the shark. Shark comes. And then he's like, eat this. And he, like, has him eat the, um, you know, because he's saying he's hungry. He wants to eat something. And he goes, eat this then. And he goes and eats the... Uh, motor or and whatever. I, I immediately thought you'd be like, "Is better? Is that a better line than smile, you son of a bitch, or not?" No, <laughs> no. But anyway, he goes and he eats the motor. He gets killed or whatever. My hero. <laughs> but usually that's when the movie ends, right? Like, because you even said, oh, yeah. "Is this the climax?" Yeah, exactly. Yep. Right, and so but that's when the no, movie ends. We have a oh. zombie movie that starts to shamble along. Oh. For another 12 minutes. No, longer than that. I think it was 20 minutes. And oh, it's God. just, I'm just like, someone please <laughs> put a bullet in the brain or else this movie's going to keep going. We kept yelling, end, end, end. Because <laughs> we just, it just wouldn't die. No, just, no. That shark died quicker than this movie died. Yes. I remember when we were a half an hour in, you're like, how long has it been playing? <laughs> and you're like, we got 41 minutes to go. Oh, and that's when I was like, yes, cha-ching. <laughs> Yeah, you picked you picked the movie that like because we watched. We were just talking earlier, Killer Biker Chicks, half hour. Uh, I remember Kate Phoenix checked the uh, checked the thing, saw that it only been thirty minutes of a, a of a almost two hour long movie, you know, oh, and I... she was like, "Oh my god, this is gonna be this gonna this is gonna be." And this was this was up there with Killer Biker Chicks as a movie that's yeah. just painful. But. Thank yourself that it wasn't, you know, two and a half hours like your buddy. Yeah, like your buddy. Yeah. <laughs> your buddy. Uh, I, I introduced you to him, but you became better friends. So. Miss Werewolf, we have to show you. No. Have to show you. <laughs> oh, have to. to. So oh. wonderful. I, I, I had to say that just because you're saying no, I have to now see it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, not only did it get a 10, it's the only movie that got a 10 plus. Oh, so, God. Yeah, so it, far. It, is, it, is, it, is it bad for pacing or just being slow? Yes. Oh. All of it, all of the above. God. But at the same time, so we got to brew a pot of coffee to stay is, awake while it watching. It is wonderful and awesome and hysterical, and watching other people suffer through it. Oh, poor <laughs> just Jen, she's gonna kill me after that movie. She wanted to kill me. It oh, and it was boring. the last episode of the season too. You and, picked it, friend. And I picked that one because the other one I have of his, uh, the the ant movie, the Devil Ant, is longer. And the guy rambles on and on even longer for like 45 minutes in the uh, beginning. Literally, the dude will go on for like 30 minutes talking about the same thing over and over and over again, introducing the movie you're about to see. 
and then he'll oh, go up he will go up and uh he'll be filming and somebody randomly will come up to him and say something to him and he will not stop the camera and just edit that out he will go oh yeah i'm making a movie right now blah 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 while we're watching the movie that he is making he just it's... has all this extra stuff and he adds it in it's extra goodness at Extra least goodness. this movie didn't so, do that. So I, I take it he doesn't actually pay his editing crew. His editing crew just goes, He's leave his editing in. crew. <laughs> oh, God. He, he, he shoots in like a, a you know, a Super 8 or, no, he shoots in a video camera. Okay. Yeah. And he's editing with two VCRs. Yeah. Okay. Poor guy. Yeah, that, that. I don't know why he hasn't just got the money to, to get better equipment. Cause, uh, couldn't like, tell that, you. See, that's the thing. When I think you get, he does now, but I don't know. Because he's still making stuff. He's still making movies. I know, movies. he's still making movies, but I'm just saying, like, this after a while, you, you, you start kind of... Dave Nelson. He is the man. Yeah. I, I'm, please never stop, David. Awesome movies. And, and Christine, never stop either. Right. Uh, keep making movies. Uh, I know uh, you said she hasn't made a movie since 2013, and, and that's kind of sad. And I think her production company dissolved in 2015, so I'm not sure exactly where they are with that. But if you go on her webpage, and I seriously hope you will, she apparently has hosted a bunch of Zoom conferences where other writers and screenwriters get together and talk and do Aww, things. Oh, that's nice. So she's, she's staying engaged. And she's, In the community. You know, yeah, the, yeah, and she's part of a number of different Canadian like uh, writers' guilds and, and stuff. Okay, so. so we love our Canadians. We love Brett Kelly. Uh, we, oh, love, yeah. we love our buddy... Um, I'm blinking right now, but uh, Jesus Christ Vampire Elite. Oh, yeah, yeah. Lee, oh, uh, Lee DeMar. DeMar. Yeah. I showed them that. They loved it. It was great. <laughs> yeah. So we had a fun time with those 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 movies, you know. And Brett Kelly, if you have never seen a Brett Kelly film, you are not, you know, you are missing out, man. Because they are fun. And some of them are shark movies. He does, like, Raiders of the Lost Shark or... Uh, I haven't seen that one. Uh, was it the uh, Jurassic Shark? Um, you know, all that stuff. Ouija Shark. You know, I, Ouija <laughs> Stark sounds familiar. There you go. Actually, I have that one. Yeah, uh, you probably have it if you bought it at like uh, Walmart. See, or something. these yeah, are the I, kind of things you'd get to see it, become more often. I, I miss the days of the dollar bins at Walmart and yep. like Blockbuster. They're at Dollar Tree now. <laughs> okay. Yep. So everything that so if you didn't know this and people listening, you know, didn't know this, that uh, Walmart after a while will get like you know if they don't like sh- sell out of all their stock. They will sell it or whatever to uh, to Dollar Tree. Dollar Tree will put it out for a dollar. So that movie you see at Dollar Tree that you're like, oh, it's an independent movie. Oh man, I can't. You know, I need to buy that now. Wait, because you can probably get it for a dollar in like three more years. Dollar twenty five. Dollar twenty five. Inflation, baby. Yeah, which I mean, they haven't changed their name to Dollar Twenty Five Tree yet. <laughs> I don't know that we're actually going to see this movie in the Dollar Tree or Walmart or anywhere well, else. You for said that this was not even. Uh, this was just put out through her, yeah, right? So this yeah, wasn't yeah, even yeah. a distributed. So even if you go onto Amazon, which is where I went originally, it goes back to her, and she's the one who who will you know mail it to you. So I don't know. Maybe Tony Tony Masello could distribute this because it's a shot on video i'm hoping we could i would love to be able to distribute her movies <laughs> i've been dying to get into distribution this is exactly the kind of thing because uh, this is, nobody else will do it especially if you get like commentary yes. or something you yes. know extra that is not on the original. Can you imagine if we were to sit christina whitlock down and do an interview or she could do like a voiceover you know talking about the different things that are going on as an extra mm-hmm. a blu-ray edition of this you know, I would actually yeah. like to hear her input on this movie we just watched. Think of the colors popping out of those wigs if this were in Blu-ray. 
Oh God, yes, the bright greens. Let's and talk reds a bit about purples. the wigs. We didn't even ma- we, mentioned we mentioned it. Them. But we didn't. We get mentioned them that they're drinking game parts because there's so many of them. But like, if anybody wanted to pretend to be somebody else, they just put on a wig. Some of them, some of the people were Which, bald. We 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 have, <laughs> God, we yes. have seen the wig thing before. Chris Seaver uses wigs. Uh, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Dave Wascovich uses wigs. Kevin Strange. Kevin Strange yeah. uses wigs. But nobody uses wigs like these wigs. These are the the biggest, brightest, most ridiculous day glow colored wigs you will ever see in your life. Yep. Purple and green. My and favorite yellow. one was somebody had a, I think it was a purple wig or whatever, and then she fell into the pool, and then her blonde hair was already as out there. So you saw the blonde girl got dying. I was like, didn't she have a purple like hair? The shark ate the wig first, clearly. Yeah. I, I, I like the scene with the girl with the hat. You're talking about the bald girl. That yeah. Out of nowhere, she falls in, and the, just, the hat's gone. It's like, I was not expecting that. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> out of nowhere, there's this one chubby, chubby chick in, the, in a bikini who walks up and goes, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> And someone falls in the water, as you do. She was the only one who did it. That's right. I, know, she, she I thought survived. she was going to come back. Oh, and the strut she had, like just walking up and walking back. That was like. She was excited. <laughs> she, it's like she knew. I know. I wish there was more about that character. That yeah, because like, fun. where where did that come from? Like, what? I know that would be great. That wasn't Christine Wicklock, was it? No. No, <laughs> no unfortunately that, not. That woman just came up there and was like. <laughs> and the people are like, ah. ah. Uh. <laughs> it was so strange. So it was so mo- the movie. Uh. Okay, I don't know because it says it was written and directed. And remember, and I even mentioned it, thought it was really funny because it said written. It didn't say produced, but it just said written and directed. So I had written and then directed with a, uh, um, a da- whatever, um, what, what, fuck. Um, not, a backslash? Where, where it's like a. Uh, uh, Slash, but you know, uh, for written, yeah. slash, produced, slashed, you know, twice, mm. you know, and I was just like, wait, usually you put like a dash or something, you don't put the, <clears throat> you know, whatever. So that was just the way she credited herself. So then you have you have that going on, and she wrote this movie, but I don't feel like this was written at all. I feel like <laughs> this was sort of improv. You know, and maybe she had like ideas down of like, oh, let's do this, let's do this. Well, but it was a 25 day shoot, so I'm inclined to think that it was written out, and that uh, because that's her thing, she's a writer, and she has scripts for sale. So I, I don't know if this script is up there for sale. God, I hope so. But <laughs> it does feel like it was all done in little chunks. You know what I mean? Can and we get a Marina Monster too? Oh please? God, I hope so. Please, please, please. We need to find I, we, out. We more. need to find out, and we need, we need the Marina Monster to be back in the Marina. How about a two-headed Marina Monster? Wouldn't that uh, be awesome? Mm, that that'd be too much. A little bit too much. They'd be ripping off the asylum. That's Imagine okay. Just the shark mixed with shark teeth together. Sharp Marina Monster. You, 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 you could have a carp shark hybrid. There you go. That could be interesting. Sharp Marina Teeth Monster. Because most of the of the original character or the main characters are still alive. None of them got munched. Um, Surprised me actually. I actually yeah. expected one of the main characters to die, just uh, just for the sake of them dying. Right. Usually that's <laughs> who something. dies. It's the people who the movie's actually about, instead right. of these random people. Yeah. I guess we should mention no one important dies. No. 
Okay, let's talk also about the ending where they decided, I guess, after this extreme incident. The second ending. The, the second ending. So basically, the what is it? The um, uh, Earl and uh, Earl saves Oceana yes. from the shark. Yes. And uh, so they go to tell her mom and dad, and they're really excited to tell them that. Uh, and I was like. They they start whispering and you know whatever and they're telling him not just about the shark I guess but about the fact that they're engaged. They don't even care about the shark. The shark's dead. Nobody cares anymore. I I guess I mean because nobody cared anyway. Yeah. The like, only nobody... the only time you even think that there was a shark mentioned after that was when you noticed that people were eating shark burgers. Yes, that, and that was just a random background person. Hey, good shark burger. I'm like, they really just say that? Like. Mm. Where'd that come from? <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe the shark burger came from the shark that they destroyed. I think so. That's yeah. what I think the joke was about that. So anyway, they they're engaged Qu- quickly too, right? They're engaged. They're at this like uh, at the 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 party because the uh, uh, the guy at the Marie, uh, the uh, skip um, anchor won, you know. So uh, which is so funny. Okay, so Earl is the son of uh, the drip. Um, uh, uh, Moeller. Yeah, Commodore Moeller. Drip Commodore Moeller. Drink. Um, yeah, drink. <laughs> drink. Um, so Commodore Moeller, and Commodore Moeller um, is one of the people, you know, uh, in the competition. By the way, he was the slowest boat ever I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, God. Because, like, he, his boat was there, and then Top Gun went, wham! I, I, I don't understand the racing scene. Like, I didn't know they were I don't racing think, until I don't they think mentioned they, they were really racing. Were. I think they literally filmed two boats yeah, they that just, were... they just had some footage, and they were going to use it by gum. Yeah. yeah. That's what they did. So, Top Gun, poor Top Gun's boat's in this uh, in this movie. Uh, the other one we didn't... Unnamed. We, we couldn't see its name. You know, and it makes sense that we're shoot, doing this film now, because the second... The, the Top Gun reboot is going to be... Is coming it's out. It's out in yeah, June, yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Just like this movie. Or May, you know? something like that. Um, so, anyway, to go back... <laughs> to go back to this. So, he... Like, Earl, well, you know, and his father, whatever, he helps his father out. Yet... He, his father doesn't win, and he seems excited that his fiance's, you know, father won. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Like, yeah. he kind of switches teams right there. Um, so his father, his, you know, whatever, his father, uh, the, uh, the, the father wins. Uh, uh, skip. Um, the Anchor other Commodore. Wins. God damn. I, I'm getting, <laughs> are these names Drip, Skip, <laughs> Muller, uh, Anchor? I don't know. It's just ridiculous. You, as you said, some of the names are named after teeth, and some of the names were named after water. I gotta say, stuff. if anyone watches the movie, stay for the credits. If you didn't catch the names, yes. it's at least worth reading all the names. Because yes. yeah. some names we never heard their actual names, but they apparently were like really silly and and fun. But um, I don't even know half the names or whatever. <laughs> it doesn't um, really matter. It doesn't matter because nothing they're... happens to them. Okay, so. Something you brought up is you know the one of the few female characters, which is. Uh, Commodore Skip's daughter mm-hmm. was the only one not going after more than one person. Was going after Earl, and yeah, the, the whole character changed after nope. the engagement. Was just <clears throat> didn't understand the point of it. They came out of nowhere, like instantly. He's, yeah, he saw this new <clears throat> character that we've never met before. The ice cream salesman, which clearly have a history. Yeah, he had a history with Earl. They both didn't. I don't know if they didn't like each other or something, but they were talking, and he said he was a. Uh, 
What was he? Like, he was some kind of... He's supposed to be some kind of marina police. Yeah, marina police guy. I, I almost think with the little cuts to that that uh, flashback, it's almost like they were like having a relationship together. Yeah. I, I called him Mr. Softy because he looked like he should be in an ice cream truck dealing yes. out yeah. ice cream. So he he comes up there and he's like, oh, I'm gonna be doing the thing, and you know, and then she's he's he's like, uh, this is my fiance, we're engaged. And then she said, I hope uh, not soon enough, you know, or not soon or something. Yeah. Like, 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 cause Dude, he's you've been like, pursuing this guy and putting your slobby hands all over him every the time, entire movie. Every time yeah, a girl man. comes into the room to instantly. mess with them, she's instantly there yeah, to like warn them off. Like, get off my she's, man. She's like a fucking, yeah. you know, demon that pops in <laughs> out of thin air. She's like, no, you don't put my hands on him. Blah, 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 blah. And she's the only female character that doesn't do that to multiple male characters in the movie. It's about every other female character is all over all the other men. Except when Ice Cream Boy comes. Correct. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Her character completely shifts into, like, I don't care about my feet. It's like she got what she wanted, which was engaged, but now she doesn't care. Fuck it. Like, now, exactly. There's new meat for her to paw. I know, which makes me wonder if they weren't engaged, would he, she have just left for Mr. Softy? I don't know. I don't think they probably thought that far ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe there is, a, you know, on that pile of scripts online, maybe there is a sequel up there, and we'll find out. I don't know. Yeah, whatever happened to them. Very interesting. But, so can we talk about the ending, 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 like complete ending, where <laughs> the, the... actual ending, when the movie finally stops. Yeah, when the movie is finally when, about when to stop. When the shambling corpse of the film well, finally drops. You mean drops. it's still not playing on and, the TV right now? Yeah. I'm <laughs> not sure. In the, uh, what is it, in the... Uh, Skip Moeller gets arrested for all the crimes apparently he's committed or whatever, and, and so does the drug dealer. Both of them get like hauled off or whatever at the end. And the the son, who I'm pretty, I, I was pretty sure he knew everything was going on. Like, okay, he, well, yeah, he had access to the books. He was reading all the finances before yeah. the mother came. It it, show, it it just it set up that he knew everything. And like, at the end, story. he's like, "Wait a minute, what are you doing to my dad? My father? I mean, Commodore." Yeah, Muller. Drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, it got so. Why? Annoying. Why did he have that pinkish lipstick on? Oh God, the the makeup in this movie. Oh. It was just poorly done, or was it just? Was it a thing? I, I mean, maybe it's a thing with him. It, it had to be a thing. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, the makeup. The people who did the makeup. I mean, because it wasn't just like one time, one mistake mm -hmm. or something. It was literally a the whole movie. The entire time. So and was, he was in every single scene except for the people getting munched. Yep. Maybe he was like looking at all the <clears throat> girls that were getting their makeups done for the thing, and and he knew he had to get makeup done. He was and the star, he was like, you right? know what? You need to do me just like the women. Make Could me be. just like the women. The the lips. He, he changed costumes like constantly too, and he had an ascot, like a different ascot. Like three, I don't know how many different times. And, and like two or three different times he had a different ascot. And the first time he had it, I was like, oh, well, that kind of led to possibly him and, you know, the other Commodore's daughter made out or something. He has a hickey. And then there he is again with it again, which made no sense. And that's the thing. I'm not sure if the ascot is part of the quote-unquote comedy, but remember the spe the, uh, the sound effects. Oh, God, the sound effects. The, the, the <laughs> this is a comedy sound effects. From cha-ching to the well, foghorn. The cha-ching was hilarious. <laughs> because, like, he, yes, the guy's hilarious. like, I got an envelope for you. And then all of a sudden it goes, ka-ching. 
Like, we didn't know that the money, there's money in that envelope. Normally, when somebody I'm, cans somebody in the envelope, there's money involved. The timing wasn't even right. Like, he took the envelope, and now he's doing it. Now then if, the noise comes out. Now, if they wanted to do comedy, they would have had, like, his, like, the Commodore's mother come in with, you know, Granny, you know, come over and be like, I've got an envelope for you, too, Sonny. Yeah. That could have been something funny. And the funny. thing is, is that they weren't even consistent. Because remember, early on, what were we getting? We were getting weird fart noises for oh. no reason. And I'm like... The introduction of the drug dealer. Now I see where this movie's going. It was my initial reaction when I saw this. But it never happened again. No, it was just like one time yeah. like thing where it was just making kind of jokes, fart jokes and stuff. Which I thought, at first I was like... Oh, Jackie might like this movie because there's fart jokes in it. Then all of a sudden, I'm like, nope, Jackie would hate this movie. Jackie, She'd be bored. I was this close to having you guys watch Kinky Kong instead of this movie. <laughs> there's an awful lot of farting in that particular movie. That sounds like it. Um, that sounds, is that a Misty Monday movie? Uh, no, it was right after she left, but it is Seduction Cinema, oh, okay. and it's got a big uh, you know, uh, uh, fake monkey in a diaper. I knew it was Seduction oh, Cinema. I just didn't know... Uh, I thought that would have been it's her. It's really but. bad. That sounds like uh, we come from that I same production house. I was so close to bringing it, but, uh, you know, Brett Piper, is, uh, he didn't direct it, but he did some special effects. And, yeah, he does special effects yeah. for them and other people. He did it for Snow Shark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Another shark movie. I don't yep. know if you've snow seen shark. that. I have not seen Snow oh, Shark. Oh, you'd love it. It's, it hides in like three inches of snow. <laughs> so awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and our friend Jackie's in it. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's, that's yeah, but it's... Brett Piper, all those New York people all kind of know each other in that group. Or As whatever. a shark movie, that was a better movie than this movie. Yeah. This, this was it doesn't a... exactly set the bar high, to be perfectly <laughs> honest. Uh, yeah. It doesn't, but it's one of those movies, like, you see it early on, you're like, oh, this is terrible. Then 40 movies later, man, I miss Snow Shark. I, same thing with Roller Gator. These guys complained <laughs> oh, about Roller God, Gator. Roller Gator? And that now, was funny as hell. Now they look back and they're like, oh, I miss Roller Gator. Roller Gator. Well, I love Roller Gator. I think we liked Roller Gator. We gave yeah, Roller Gator we, a low score. Yeah, you know? Roller Gator had an issue with pacing. It had oh, yeah. slow points, and it's like, can you please move on? You haven't seen Baby <laughs> and the movie Ghost said yet. No. I have not seen Baby Ghost yet. Yes, no. yes. We were That's... doing the uh, the uh, Joe Estevez slash um, Conrad Book slash Donald G. Jackson Kitty trilogy. So we're doing all three of them. Yeah, we just haven't done Little Se Lost Sea Serpent yet, we but have we it. will. We have it. We have it on VHS, but we just haven't. Just haven't done it yet, but we're, you know, there we are will. so many Donald G. Jackson movies that I want to do. I haven't even gotten to Rollerblade yet. It's my favorite one. I know. <laughs> like, I, I'm surprised. I think it's because, like, after a while, like, the second year we didn't do, we didn't do one. Because you didn't want to do, like, the same directors all the time. Right. And, you know, every season do this. Except we've done Chris Seaver a good amount. We've done... Um, you know, s some people, trauma, some things like that, we've done a few times. Mm. So, Dave you know, uh, uh, Charles Band's company for Full Moon, we've done a few of them. So, Neil I Breen. Mean, yeah, but, but but Full Moon's like library is like sure. fucking sure, sure, extensive. Sure, sure. So, you know, when it comes to that stuff, but you like Donald G. Jackson's only made what, like 20 movies maybe? Oh, more than that. More than that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, then, he, he started a lot of movies, and that's where Scott Shaw came in. There's a whole story about that that I was going to talk about uh, during our, we have another uh, podcast that we're doing with John Johnson. And um, about part of what I was going to talk about is Scott Shaw's coming in and finishing up a lot of stuff that Donald G. Jackson started, which is why the names are together in a lot of films. Yeah. So anyway, and we've, we've talked to Scott Shaw. I, well, I have. I've reached out to him about stuff, and he's just not 
He's you know he's not as fond of the of the yeah, movies as we he's are. Politely you know? declined interviews with us, unfortunately. Yeah. But yeah. you know who knows? Maybe someday. Maybe someday. But love to get Christina Whitlock on our show. That would be awesome. We can yeah, get if we could get her to her. talk about. Uh, but I need to see more of her work. And you shall. <laughs> okay, I'll have you to. You shall. <laughs> I'll I, I know will. Vampire Dentist is happily uh, winging its way towards us as we speak. Oh, okay. So you just bought that from yes. her? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes. that's sweet. So have you bought Sharp Teeth? I have it. I have the digital copy of it. Oh, you gotta buy it from her, man. So that leaves Days of the Iguana. Day, Days of the Iguana. So we'll see. Yeah, we gotta get more of her stuff. Just Dude, there's so many, up. so many artists out there that I love because they're terrible, and I have to buy everything they've ever well, made. Well, I mean, yeah, I I would say this movie's pretty terrible, um, but. You know, she made a movie, man. She did. Uh, I I agree with that. Like, she uh, did something. She did something. It got finished. It's an hour and ten minutes. It's it's a movie. You know, it has a beginning, a middle, and a way long and and a bunch of endings. Um, And so it it is a movie, but it's you know it's there. There's a thing of like writing and directing and and making something. Then there's like making stuff with your friends that you only show your friends. When you put it out there to the world, you know, some people are not going to think the same way as like your friends going, oh my God, I remember getting pushed in that pool or that water. You're like, yeah. oh my God, that's awesome. <laughs> you know, but. And I guess the Canadians are a little lax about that sort of thing because you can get in trouble in America just shooting a movie where you're throwing people into the damn water. I mean, yeah. you do that down in Norfolk, I, you'll probably get arrested. Yeah. So, well, you can't just push people in water no. generally because uh, because it's a safety thing. Right, you know? exactly. Like the, the, the marina could get in some serious trouble if, like, yes. somebody fell and broke their leg or whatever. You know, it's Canada. They're a little different. They're a little nicer. And they've got a be- better medical situation. So, I mean, fuck, man. Maybe that's their thing. Plus, the sharks are inflatable. So, <laughs> what's the worst well, that could happen? Now, you know, it's funny because we'd see so many, you know... Uh, so many scenes of like ducks and geese and other birds just floating in the water happily. They don't give a shit because they know they're not going to get eaten because the damn shark doesn't care about them. It only wants people, well, stupid people falling in. They don't care about them because the shark is fucking blow up shark. It's like, it's plastic. It's, you know, rubber, whatever it is. It's just not real. And there are, there are I think, two because there's the one that you see kind of floating, the head to, the, head to tail. You know, that looks very, very plastic. And then, towards the end, there is There's the talking inflatable. puppet yes. thingy. Oh, God, whatever. that was funny as hell. <laughs> I, good old Louis the Shark. I sent you a picture. Louis the Shark! I love it. <laughs> I, sent, the shark's name. I sent him a picture uh, of that. I said, this is a little taste of what we're going to see tomorrow. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, Just wow. to tempt you in case you were wondering. <laughs> Louis the Shark versus Bruce. You know, like, <laughs> there Bruce, you go. Bruce was the name yes. of the of Jaws's Louis uh, Sharkstrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's oh my god, oh, you just that's man. that just made my day. So that was better than the movie. <laughs> <laughs> we are now at the point where we get to talk about our scores. Oh so boy! For the benefit of you folks listening out there who don't know, we have a stinkometer by which we rate one to ten, where. The stinkier the movie is, the higher the score. So if you don't think it had any stink at all, you would give it a low score, like a one or a two. If you thought it was kind of in between, you might give it a five. 
And if you thought it was a big heaping barrel of smelly stink, you would give it a 10. Now, that doesn't mean you didn't like it. We love stinky movies, but mm -hmm. it just means that there were a lot of problems. Mm -hmm. And if you feel subtle, you could give a half step, say a 5.5 or 6.5. And then we take our three scores, we total it up, and then we figure out what was the stinkiest movie of the season. And man, this was a season. We, we with the extra, extra shows that we're doing... We've got some serious contenders well, for some okay. crapola. We also have to preface this by saying that last year we had a bunch that should have been thirties oh, yeah. that got uh, that got like we got lesser. ripped off, and we got ripped off because we had people who they were they were lovely guests they were that nice. we had, and they, they were, were a nice. little bit too nice, and they didn't want to give these terrible things. Most of the time, I didn't. It was when I had somebody that wasn't with Paul, and so. Paul would have gave it a like you know a ten or whatever with me. I don't but hold everybody, back. Everybody and neither <laughs> do I. I never hold back either. But people, you did do. the one time and you regretted it ever since. Actium Maximus, I held back on, but I don't know if you've ever seen that. I have not. Seen oh that God, one. I got to show you that. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds like what I probably don't. And the only see. reason, right, right. So the once again, I'm gonna tell you, don't want to watch it. You're probably gonna. The only reason watch he it. didn't <laughs> is because it was the first movie of season two, and he was like, Paul's not gonna give me a really bad movie on the first show. Right, like I, <laughs> I we Paul, never started out with now. ten. Oh. We never started out with the ten before. I think Lenore also gave that like a 10 or something. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. I was the only one to give like she a 9.5. At the time, it was the worst movie she'd ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Then she yeah. stuck around. Yeah. Well, I think it probably still was one of the worst, you know, she's seen. She's seen some pretty bad uh, oh, ones. Oh, yeah. But. I think, um, oh, what was the musical one we did with her? Um, Forbidden Zone. That one gave her nightmares. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, also, what, um, uh, Twisted Pear. Yeah, and Twisted some Pear. Other, was some other ones. Um, so anyway, yeah. Um, so who wants to go? I'll go first if you guys want me to go first. I'm going to give it a 10. There you go. Uh, originally, I was going to maybe go down, and I was like, there I'm going to listen go. to our talk or whatever and, and, and decide uh, after that. But, uh, you know, because I was sort of having fun throughout <clears throat> some of it, but it's still a terrible movie. Mm -hmm. It is. It is. Um, but I've always regretted 10 sometimes. Like, I gave a really high score to uh, zombie... Uh, oh, Biker Warrior uh, biker, Babe biker versus the zombie, zombie Babies from hell. hell. I love that, and I actually it love that a movie fun. a lot more, and it deserved a lower score uh, than what I gave it. I think I gave it 9.5 or something, and I think it deserves way less than that. So, but I'm not going to regret this. 10. <laughs> 10 for this one. I hear you. All right, Curtis, you're next. Uh, I was originally thinking around an eight, but after a conversation, I'm also gonna have to go with a ten. <laughs> yes. There's just no story. It's just like I can't. Like I had fun watching it. Like buy the movie, go get a bunch of booze and sit with your friends and play a drinking game. It'll be great. You guys are all gonna laugh your your heads off. But it's understand, not there's no story. It's, there's it's no. Just, there, there, there's so much potential of minor story arcs and stuff going on that were just <clears throat> left flat, and that's why I have to get right because that. it's just the same scenes over and over and over in just vaguely different surroundings. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just yeah, it's like a it's like a terrible sex farce. You know? Well, yeah. exactly. Like there, there was potential. There was hints. There was clues. Yeah. There was one good foreshadow, and but they dropped the ball in about everything. Well, okay, so it was a sex farce, and didn't have sex in it or nudity or whatever. We didn't want to see the nudity or sex anyway. Like we're glad that that didn't happen. But also, it didn't need all that stuff. Like it, it what it, they should have done is concentrate. If they wanted to make a good movie, which it didn't seem like they cared, 
Um, but if they wanted to make a good movie, they would have concentrated more on what was going on at the marina. That's what happened with Jaws. Right, 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 right. Yeah. And that's the thing, because if you're going to make a silly, sex farcy kind of movie like this, you're going to do boobs all over the place like Seduction Cinema would. If Seduction yes. Cinema had done this, no, not a single female would have had clothing on at all. Right. And you would have seen a lot of guys' butts, and it would have been you know, a little bit more fun. You know, but this doesn't have the fun factor in it, you know. And I'm not saying you have to see women's boobs have fun, but I'm just saying if you're going to pursue that angle, I, I will with the say sex farce. that it was fun, but it was fun to just make fun reasons. of, like fun of. But yeah. anyway, what was your score? Oh, this is a ten. <laughs> oh yeah, like I said, I when I first saw this, I'm like, is this the Sorry, worst? Is this the shittiest shark movie I've ever seen? I'm gonna say yes. I now I haven't seen every shitty shark movie. But of all the ones I've seen, I think this is the worst. Yeah. You've seen at least as many as I have. Um, the only one I could say that this rivals mm. and that also got a 30 from everybody was um, a 90210 Shark Attack when we did that. Oh, God. That's, you guys watched that one? Have you seen No, he didn't watch it. Mm. Oh, no, I've, seen uh, it. I've seen it. I've yeah. seen it. It's bad. It's a David Dakota movie. But <laughs> it like makes absolutely no sense just like this doesn't. And, you know, and... Both movies seem like they're shot over a weekend. I have not seen yeah. bad CGI shark yet, although I have it. I just but I've heard that's actually it. pretty decent. Yeah. So, like, it's not a bad movie. It's just you know they know what they're doing. It's made to be bad, so it's bad to be funny. Right. 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 Uh, by the way, John Johnson it hit me up uh, the other day when we we're discussing when we're gonna have him back on. We are gonna have John Johnson back Yay. on the show. That's the plan. That's the plan for this season. We really can't wait. Uh, he's the director of Plan I Nine, would love the to show remake him of movie. Plan Nine. And nice. stuff. Uh, he is making a movie called Shark You Son of a Bitch. That's right. And he's in the process of it, which was actually an IFC, you know, thing like uh, inspiration. Yeah, we, we showed him. Uh, talked about it. We showed him um, uh, Snow Shark, mm. and he watched it and reviewed it with us, and he was like enthralled by the fact that there's so many movies where there's just bad CGI. So he wanted to do. A movie called Bad CG, uh, uh, Bad CGI Shark or whatever, uh, and then and there ended up being uh, no originally I think it was going to be called CG Shark or something, and then he then he found out there's a movie called Bad CGI Shark is the same exact plot, mm. so we were like oh damn, and then he was like all right you know what every single one of these movies usually has a line of like you son of a bitch right mm-hmm. you know some, you know taken eat from this you know yeah. eat this you son of a bitch like there's always some kind of you son of a bitch. So this he was, movie like, was missing that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cursing. Can't have cursing. Yeah. Really? <laughs> they're I Canadians. I, I don't they're know. polite. They're too polite. <laughs> uh, that would be funny. Except when they're the playing sh- hockey. The sharks <laughs> then they're eat, not polite. The sharks <laughs> eating them. And they're like, oh, you know, oh, thank you for eating me. I'll just <laughs> wait for you to fall in because you're stupid. <laughs> but yeah. anyway, um, yeah. Uh, but anyway, like, yeah, so he thought I'd make a movie called Shark, You Son of a Bitch. He's in the process of been, he's been making it for like over a couple of years because of um, COVID mm-hmm. ish stuff. But we're supposed to film like little cameos at some point Yay. if we can. And uh, so he's trying to get us the stuff for it and everything. I don't know if we're going to do it through Zoom or if we're going to do it through uh, our own camera or something. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it's it out. a great title. I actually really like that title. Yeah. Yep. He makes good movies. He makes fun movies. He does. You know, we actually, we did one movie so far of his. We'll do more, but. Yeah. We, uh, just, it's it's, just, we have such a mountain of stuff I to know. get through. And, and <clears throat> on top of that, it's really, I always find it a little hard to like, because he's a friend and he comes on the show. So sometimes it's a little hard to like, 
do his movies because there might seem like just some kind of bias. Yeah, but, but even if we found a bad movie of his, we would say it, and he'd probably... And that. So that's the thing I want to discuss real quick is Christine Whitlock made this movie. She probably knows it's not the greatest I'm movie. Sure she I hope so. I hope she does. Um, because most filmmakers, generally, unless you are completely egotistical and arrogant and think like all your movies are the best movies in the world and like nobody can blah 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 Neil Breen like our friend on the wall <clears throat> yes you know <laughs> things like that um, you know people like that um, there's a guy that lives out in LA now that he all he does is think his movies are the greatest movies of all time we reviewed one of them and it's, it's terrible it's awful. awful and you know what I'm never you know uh, and, and that's the thing like if if they're terrible, they're and terrible. there are reasons, and we discuss what those reasons are. We don't just throw it out there like yeah, we, we don't just like discuss this stuff. Like, well, this is what we thought was bad. Um, but you know, some people most okay. I'm a filmmaker. When people criticize my movies and stuff and say, you know, like, oh, Scary Story, Slumber Party wasn't the greatest movie of all time, blah 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 blah, and it's got you know, uh, and they they list out why, right? Usually, when they list out why, I go, yeah. I know, <laughs> like you know, I know my I know my problems. I know my my limitations that I had. I know the actors that I had. Some of them were new, or some of them hadn't really done much, or didn't have much way of uh, rehearsing or anything. Like, I don't care. Like, if you're gonna make fun of my movie for the stuff I know about it, then that's then fine. If you're gonna say the 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 story was, you know, of this certain thing this was crappy. Dumb. Was crappy. I'd be like, I might disagree because I liked it. You know, yeah. obviously everything's subjective. Everyone like, yeah. like we clearly right. enjoy these style movies. But then and I see people that love my movies and stuff, and then you know, so great. And I try to come out with at least one redeeming thing in most of the movies, even a ten like this. And um, you know, there isn't a whole lot to say about this one other than I think some of the acting was okayish. I yeah. thought the guy who did Commodore Muller was pretty good. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I, I liked him. Um, Earl was a little silly. Yes. But I think that was what the, he was supposed to be. So everybody did their characters the way that probably it was written and the way that like he was, they were told to. Yeah, there's no so such they, thing as subtlety in this I don't, film. That's I don't sure. think they did a bad... I don't think the actors did a bad job, you know, at all. And I, I don't blame any of it, of, it, of it on the acting. I blame a lot of it on the, on the writing yes. or whatever. And, and the special And the directing effects. of it. Because <clears throat> Christine, yeah. Christine is, you know, she seems like a sweet person who probably, you know, want, wants to make monster movies. Sure. And you know what? Fucking awesome. Dude, keep doing it. Like, make part two. And you I know love what? They're in Canada, and this is why Canada is civilized, they actually have grants and things for artists that you can apply for. You know, they actually support the arts there. We don't really have that in this country. I mean, it's, Nobody, it's well, because Hollywood, like, overruns it. So they don't <clears throat> want to, 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 the government doesn't want to help out the indie, indie people as opposed to ho helping out Hollywood, which would benefit them more. Mm. Hollywood gives more money to the government. We don't give shit to the government, so the government cares nothing about us. That's yeah. that's the truth. It's a and shame. It's a shame if uh, if people would uh, start helping out with the you know with grants and so other there stuff. There you go. Sick Flick Productions moves to Canada where we can get all kinds of grants and make all kinds of movies. I wish I could. <laughs> I, I, I just don't like the cold, man. I can't I can't ah. do the cold. You would love the cold. I you love would love it. living there, but I. 
I would not. But I do want to go out there because I want to. I want to go to Tim Hortons and A and W and all these other places that what? we don't really have here. A and W apparently is in uh, Maine, so I was like, that's close to Canada. I they also have A and W in Tennessee. Oh, okay. There you go. But uh, I, I'd love to go places like that. You know, Paul. Paul. When we went to LA, Paul would just love to go to check out these. Uh, you know, burger joints and oh, yeah. these other ramen. places, ramen, you know, whatever, you know, different Introduce places. you to your first Filipino buffet. Ah, good. yeah, that was fun. Where was, was that in LA? That was, that was Vegas. Vegas, okay. Yeah. Was that a good one? It was a good one. That was a good one, dude. You would, you would love it, probably. It was, we we ate well, which did not do very well for my bank account. <laughs> that, that normally good. It made your tummy happy, because otherwise it'd be like, you know, gas station sandwich. Every well, that's night. what I like. Well, Vegas is expensive. You'd be surprised. It's not so bad. I haven't been there. Depending on where you go. Actually, years. it's not that expensive no. now. They've no. changed a lot. They, they um, so we have a friend, a mutual friend, uh, John Ward, who I introduced Paul to. He's and, a director uh, as well. He's a director Axmas. as well, and he also oh, does okay. does our um, podcasts and stuff a lot. So you might have heard him. Um, but he uh, he lives out in Las Vegas, and when we went out there, he came out and talked to us, and he was telling us like basically. A, the film community out in Las Vegas is crazy. Like, they just adore each other, and they help each other out. There's probably one or two bad apples, but, like, you know, that's everywhere. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, it's just a tight-knit community. Um, but also, it's cheaper. It's cheaper to live there. It's cheaper to be yeah, there. L.A. is very expensive. L.A. is expensive as fuck. Um, yeah, the I don't know how. Bad. I think I, I was able to survive because I knew people who helped me <clears throat> with like cheaper rent and, and all these other stuff. But if I didn't have anybody out there as all by myself, I, I would have to move back in like a month. You know, it was that bad, you know. But, yeah, it, but, was, it was rough. But um, anyway, just to wrap this particular episode up. Uh, another another thirty. Another movie has ascended to the. We did. Heavens. I think we did a lot this year so far. So far, yeah. yeah. We started with uh, Turkish Star Wars and made oh, our way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did Turkish Star Wars. We did. Done, uh, isn't there Turkish Spider Man out now? Oh yeah, I have that too. We haven't gotten that far yet. Oh, oh dude, he's. Turkish Star Wars was horrible. Yeah. Brazilian Star Wars oh, is even worse. Yes, yes it is. Oh, you seen them? Yes, I have. What Paul showed you these? I don't yeah. think I, they, we, I you did not show me Brazilian. You and I watched Turkish, Turkish Star Wars yeah. and Turkish Spider Man. Uh, Brazilian, I watched on my own, which I regretted. Uh, <laughs> and I got him to see the uh, Star Wars Holiday Special. Oh yes, <laughs> that I, was last the year. full version. I own that. Uh, I I also have the record and the full set for it. Yeah, nice, nice, so nice. We uh, see so you fit right in here. Oh, in yeah, cafe. Like uh, Liking Colony. Uh, what was the other ones? Uh, what, did we give a thirty for Last Vampire? If not, we we're very close. Uh, I think uh, Madeline was the one who gave it like a lower score, yeah. which <clears throat> she's very sweet about like the stuff. So. When she, you, you know, there's nothing sweet about us, man. <laughs> yeah, they're very. We let them have it, but if it's if we do, it's cause they deserved it. Well, it, 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 just like this movie, that there's pros and cons to every movie. And like, even if a movie gets a ten, that doesn't mean we're going to tell people not to buy it. If we didn't like a movie or thought that people shouldn't watch it, we would ignore it. It would never be on this show. The reason we do these these shows is to highlight uh, the movies that we like. I don't know like. if that's necessarily true. Sometimes, sometimes. sometimes. I like to show off movies that are so terrible and so bad, but not even in a redeemingly good way. Alien Beasts. I have to show you Alien oh, Beasts. Oh, God. You got but I would tell people to still watch it. Oh, yeah. You're right. Yeah, I would. Of course. Because, you know, make up your own mind. Absolutely. You know? Like, 
And hey, uh, a movie like Marina Monster deserves to be seen. And at least it oh, wasn't. I porn. would agree. I, I rather enjoyed this one. Like, I, it's I, a bad movie, but like we had fun talking about it during the movie. And if, if this had been a late night showing, we'd all be yeah. wasted right I'd, now. I'd uh, <laughs> rather watch a Christina Whitlock movie than pay to see a Hollywood most Hollywood movies. They're just they're just boring to me. They they're safe. They don't take any chances. This took a chance, okay? They, she took no, a chance. I, I would have to agree with you when it comes to the modern cinema. It's just, it's all the same things. It's yep. regurgitated, the same story arcs. It said, oh, it's a different superhero, but, or it's a different thing. It's just, but it's here, the same here's stuff. the thing, like, you know, when you say that, and I guess we'll end on this, but when you say that, Paul, like you say, like, Hollywood won't take a chance, um, Hollywood spends way too much money to begin with. You know, they... Their movies cost like uh, I just heard. That's their fault. That's Uh their fault. Yes, but that's that's what they do. So they spend, you know, three hundred million dollars on a movie. So they're hoping that they'll get a one billion dollar return on the first week, you know, or whatever, right? Just just that's an example. That's just here because you know they're gonna get their money back anyway, just from the China. uh, Right. Yeah, Yeah. unless they get banned from China, which uh, Doctor Strange got banned from China because of. uh, a lesbian kind of thing or whatever. So, whatever. Anyway, point is... It's got its own bag of worms. Yeah, it's got its own thing. But, um, so my, my point is that uh, Hollywood uh, tends to say, um, you know, we, we want to make sure we make our money back. If we do something new, like, you know, Marina Monster, which hasn't been done or something, like at that time, then they're, they're basically... And they're taking the investors the studios, the the stockholders, all these types of money and saying, okay, I, you know, right? Yeah, they're so rolling the dice. They're rolling the dice. Yeah. And if it doesn't, if it goes, if it bombs completely, like Mallrats bombed, and they probably didn't think that was going to bomb, movies like that bomb, then they go, then they go, oh my God, that was, that was uh, our fault. You know, we, we were the ones who did this. Sure. And then if, if they roll the dice and say like, Adam's family, whatever, and you know that movie bombs. You know they say, well, that's the that's they, everybody. They used the, to roll the, public. the dice a lot more back when a lot more of the creative people had control when they had, when they trusted the directors and writers more. I'll, I'll talk now to you more about that. that later because that's a that's a discussion for enough for mm-hmm. like right after this. But uh, we do need to wrap this up because it's do. going a little longer. Thanks, everybody, um, for joining us on this episode of Indie Film Cafe. Marina Monster, Christina Whitlock, go to her website, check it out. I think you'll enjoy it. Thanks for coming on the show, Curtis. Hope, hope you'll come on back. Oh, Thanks we want you me. back, dude. Uh, we are... I, I'm glad they come back. I, You know me, Paul. I love these stinky movies. <laughs> Outstanding. Yes, it's always a lot it. of fun. And if you want a shitty shark film, uh, yeah, you could do a whole lot worse than uh, Marina Monster. So... With that being said, we'll see you guys next time, and uh, bye. 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 Give me some, young man. Give me some.